Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Paper Free Class Podcast number six. This is uh, episode 1.6. This is my sixth period class, and we're here to talk about the blues and the treasure of Lemon Brown uh, by Walter Dean Myers. So today we're going to be listening to some samples of blues songs and talking about how that relates to Lemon Brown in the story. All right, so what can you guys tell me about Lemon Brown? Lemon Brown is like an old blue star. Okay. He was sweet Lemon Brown. What's his family? Basically, he became a homeless guy and he carried the treasure of the things that his son carried along with him. A harmonica. And the newspaper clippings. Okay, good. What kind of a what kind of a sound do you think Lemon Brown had when he was singing? Uh, soulful. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I think it's the one with the Jesus thing. <laughs> oh, you, you're comparing him already to these artists? All right. So the the song G- Jesus. Uh, but die, make my dying bed yeah. or something yeah. like that. And you think that he sounded a lot like Lemon Brown? Uh-huh. Because yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. I feel like like when he was like an artist, a blues artist. He was younger, so his voice might not have been as like husky, husky and like got, like rough it, or raspy. I mean, it would have been a little sweeter. Like mm-hmm. sweet lemon grass. Sweet lemon oh. All right, yeah. <laughs> but the soul and the heart of, of the singer reminds me of that. Exactly. Yeah. Neat. All right, so we're gonna listen to some singers, and uh, first up is Keb Mo. We're gonna listen to a little bit from his song Love in Vain. And uh, talk about that and how it compares to Lemon Brown. And I followed her to the station with her suitcase in my hand. Whoa, I followed her. A suitcase in my hand. You know it's hard to tell, it's hard to tell when all your love's in vain, all my love in vain. Alright, so what is he singing about? Losing your people. Losing, like, his love, like, he followed her all the way to the end and lost her. Yeah. Jenny? Um, when he said um, I carried I carried her luggage, I think, or suitcase. was her suitcase? Yeah, suitcase. It it kind of reminds me of how um, Lemon kind of carried the memory of his late wife with with him um, till the end and even to the day that he met. Uh, what's his name? Right. <laughs> yeah. So you see, the suitcase is like a metaphor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you think? What do you think about this guy's voice? You think this is a Lemon Brown candidate? No. 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 I feel like his voice. I feel like he's like a young singer, but even some young singers do have a like a raspiness to their voice, and I feel like he's one of those singers. Why are you stuck on the raspiness? Because <laughs> I mean, it's like I, it, it. For me, I feel like I'm like determining, like from like smooth and like nice. <laughs> from like raspy and more like... But why do you get the impression that Lemon Brown's voice is raspy? Because he's like older. And like, and like, and from the descriptions, I feel like like an old garnered man would like not sound like... 
like a 15-year-old. Like a, gnar a gnarled voice that matches gnarled yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks so young, so it's like, I don't mm -hmm. think that's Lemon Brown. All right, so Kevin Mo looks, looks like a young guy, and, yeah. and Lemon Brown, you know, is an older guy. Yeah. Well, was, do you remember any detail from the story that, they, that would have told us his voice was... Raspy or they had said that his voice sounded like the someone stepping on dried sticks or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. Said his voice was high and brittle, like stepping on dried twigs or something. Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. So that makes me think maybe Kebmo is a little too smooth, right? Good. Let's go to our next artist. Our next artist is Robert Johns. What did you all think about him when you listen to this song? Um, I kind of like the song. The crossroads? What's a crossroads? Isn't that like oh, a train thing? Oh, I know, I know. It's a crossing. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's like when you have like two different decisions uh -huh. and like you don't know which way to go. Right. When you go this way, I know that because I saw it in a TV show. Okay. Is <laughs> that supernatural? <laughs> no, I was in. Do you know what Super Bowl? Okay. Uh, Jenny had a comment about crossroads being an intersection, right? Yeah, like the well, it is, but I mean, like not two roads coming together, and then you got to decide which way am I going to go? Am I going to go left, like right, straight? Yeah, but it's like more metaphorically, right? Maybe, maybe it's just a regular. Maybe he's singing a song about just coming to the crossroads, and he needs a ride somewhere, or maybe it is metaphorical. Okay, so I was reading up on um, the singers, and there is this myth that I loved. Okay, so about Robert Johnson is that he was on a crossroad and he sold his soul in order to gain fame. And I thought that was so cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, because the crossroads is that, in the, the legend, that's where the devil goes to make his deals at the crossroads. Oh. So, yeah. That's, that's good. I'm glad you saw that. Oh. All right, let's listen to a little bit from Crossroads. I'm at the crossroads, fell down on my knees. I'm at the crossroads, fell down on my So he's at the crossroads trying to get a ride. What happens? Every, no one Ain't got no money. Ain't yeah. got no money. Yeah, everybody's passing him by. Nobody sees me, he says. I feel like that's like Lemon Brown. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like Lemon, like nobody notices Lemon Brown. Um, that stuff? Or yeah, like nobody remembers him. Like, right, do you think other people carry... You don't give up blues, the blues gives you up. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. This one, it kind of really reminds me of Lemon Brown, especially when it's talking about the crossroads. Especially when you think about how he had to um, make the choices of singing the blues to um, take care of his wife and his son and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, he could have, like, you know, left and become, like, an accountant or something. And, like, patriots him, but, like, he still wanted to do what he loved, but still be able to provide for his family. Even after, like, his son went to war, so I think that's kind of a little bit respectable of how he he loves the blues that much, and he yeah. also kind of sang it for his son during, during the war. Great. And his son was proud of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know that. We know his son was proud of him. How do we know that? Because he carried his newspaper clippings. Yeah, he carried his harmonica and his newspaper clippings with him to war, and then when he came back, his father took that. Well, when he died, his father took that and kept it with him. Okay, good. <clears throat> how how do how do people view homeless people when they're walking down the street and they see a homeless person? Dirty. Dirty. Most people like don't think much of it. Like most people, some people like just like think, oh, that's just a homeless person. Right. That's they probably just, yeah. They, and then like sometimes some people also think that's like like when you like think about homeless people and it's like oh they chose that life or something. Like I that. think some people they kind of get confused with the people who like ask for money on the streets because like maybe sometimes those people they're not really homeless but like when you go like into downtown and stuff Mm -hmm. when you see the actual that's when you actually see what how hard life is for them instead of the people who like um ask for money in the middle of the streets and stuff like that (laughs) 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 yeah but when you find a marker I mean, it's kind of sad because I've, yeah. I walk home a lot and I've walked past a lot of homeless people. I try to give a dollar, but I, I, I don't know, change, I'm broke. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> it's just that I feel bad whenever, uh, just subconsciously, uh, a thought comes up negatively about others yeah, when I personally don't know them. You, you wouldn't know what they've been to, like Lemon Brown. Yeah, He's that's why I'm saying subconsciously. It's yeah, not it's like it's not like something that you can like. It's like the first you know thing you do, wrong. but then like it's a totally lot of times, if I think that, I'll be like, oh wait, but you gotta think about this. I'm like, so I'll like catch myself and be like, well, I'm like, can't mm-hmm. think that. That's wrong. It's personal growth. Yeah. That's good. There was a video on also like people reacting, like homeless people reacting to like negative internet comments and things like that. So. I I wonder how they would feel if they were in their shoes. Like seriously, yeah. they're taking what they have for granted. Like, a lot of people would love to be in their place, even though they might not have everything, but at least have something. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's Mm -hmm. how, like, Greg felt once once he, like, met Lemon Brown. Like, that's how, like, he realized, like, to, To like... To get good grades. Like, to, like... basketball. Yeah. To, like... Yeah, to, like, like, exactly to respect his dad to the way that... Because when Lemon Brown told him about his son and everything, I think that, like, touched something in Greg's heart, and I was like, oh, yeah, maybe I should, like... Be a better son <laughs> and appreciate the things yeah. that I have. Not only did the story kind of explain that, the viewpoint on some people on the homeless, but kind of like nowadays you have people like stars dressing up as an undercover homeless and to see how people react as them and thing. So it's like it's kind of cruel the way that they act towards the person, but like if they knew that it was that person who was famous and all and had all the money, that they would have been all nice and all the things they would have acted like like a different person and something like that. Money like I don't get it. They're normal people, but they just have more than you have. 
Like, like, you saw Justin Bieber just walked in. Like, I bet oh, most of the girls at his school would have been like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. But he, he's, 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 oh gosh, he's just a regular person. He just sings. Money enables only one thing, and that's freedom. But, um... Even there's even fi- um yeah. even having money, you still have other problems. Money, money is financial. Like, with some I other feel problems. like in like this song, like even with like like because it does like like for the metaphor crossroad, it's kind of <laughs> weird because you might think that Lemon Brown now after like all that he's been through, maybe if he were like at the crossroads again, that he'd take a different path. It, it kind of seems like he doesn't have anything left to live for. That's yeah. why he. That's why he like take a different path uh-huh. though. Like yeah. because you realize like oh I don't have anything left so it's like I'd probably go with this because I'd probably keep my son in my life. So. Nice. Nice. All right. Good. Let's go on to our next artist here. Jeff Buckley. Did you guys find anything out about Jeff Buckley? Uh, uh, he died in 19, 1997 or Okay. Yeah, How did he die? A regular person. I think he drowned, is what somebody said earlier today. So. <clears throat> he drowned? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think one of them. No, it was Kev Mo, actually, that won like three Grammys. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> Let's look at uh, Parchment Farm Blues. What did you think about that? Song. What do you think is a song going to be about? It's called well, Parchment Farm Blues. Just by the name, I would have thought it would have been about most of the struggles that some people have by living on the farms because they don't. Farmers don't really get that much money mm-hmm. as most people think they do because it's not really them that yeah, they get the money. The commercials. And yeah, the commercials just no. So like, I just wa- I watched this video <laughs> from this. He's a comedian, but he's a reporter too. Like he's. He said that the commercials, like, they say, oh, it's great being this and that, but they really don't know that farmers have this contract that for this company. Like, they, like, they don't um, provide you the stuff. You have to buy it. And they be coming to you and be saying, oh, you should change this, you should change that, you should buy a new upgrade, this, when they don't and they can't say anything because they might give, like, if you don't say anything and you do things right, they give you the um, the best chickens or, yeah, the best things. But if you say something, they'll give you the worst. So they can't really do or anything because they're afraid of what's going to happen. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there's this whole thing with Monsanto and like yeah, the it's just like I feel like ah, for like farmers, it's just like not only farmers but like people in situations like farmers, mm-hmm. but like just like how it's hard. So he's singing the blues about working on the working on the farm. <laughs> yeah. All right. Does he look like a blues singer? No. no. Why? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> He looks like a regular. He looks singer. like Ricky Martin or something. No, no, not like not Ricky, Ricky Martin, Martin but like, like, like Nirvana. His name, like a Nirvana. I feel like he's someone that would listen to I don't know why. <laughs> a band the Beatles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 But let's listen to it and see if we can figure out what's going on in this song. Just give me life this morning down on Parchment Farm. 
so what if I told you Parchment Farm is a prison? So she's a wife. Yeah. Goodbye, wife. He's in mm -hmm. prison. So if he was in prison, he, he is this, his wife doesn't visit him. Well, didn't you say like that the, he didn't write? Uh, somebody else like wrote this song. Yeah. Or, well. He's I, just performing it, but I mean the oh, meaning of the song. Yeah, oh, I feel like, like... Does that change the meaning, though? If you think, oh, he's singing the blues about having to go work on the farm, or he's singing the blues about having to go to prison? I feel like it's different, but or in like some aspects the same. Hmm? Yeah, like... You have more freedom when you're on a farm, but when you're in prison, it's like... It's exactly... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty on bad on the farm, but I mean, prison... Exactly. Well, a farm, a farm is not necessarily like a prison, but, you know, maybe a plantation or something like that could have been. I still don't have shepherd jones. <clears throat> oh, no, don't. Oh, God. You still have outside in prison. Yeah, like, it's like he's working on the They even say that you have a <laughs> Facebook. They let you on Facebook in prison. I don't oh, well, this is, a, this is the prison that he's, the prison he's singing about was from the 1940s, and it was okay. like a, a labor prison where you were forced to work and outside and... Oh, so I get what you're saying. Oh, like mine, it's my like, <laughs> oh, forced oh, labor. Oh, it's like it's like working out on the farm. It's just like except you're it's forced like, to do it. It's yeah. just like yeah, you don't have a choice in like. I guess some people Personally, they deserve I love farming. it, but some people don't. Farming is great, but you know. Going okay. to prison, maybe not so much. <laughs> what about him? Do you think he sounds like what Lemon Brown would sound like? No. no. Why not? Because, no, um, well, Jeff Buckley kind of reminds me of Elvis, Elvis Presley a little. Because, mm. okay. <laughs> so, like, the way his voice sounds, it kind of reminds me of the way how um, Elvis kind of sang his rock and roll and stuff. I honestly felt like he was, like, an indie singer. Oh. Like, except for, like, mm -hmm. the parts where, like, you could hear the blues tone, mm -hmm. but I still felt like he was like, are you sure this isn't an indie song? Okay, good. Um, we have Parchment Farms on the Wiki Wikipedia page here. The, the original song was in 1940 by a guy named Bucko White, and he was writing about his life where he went to prison at Mississippi State Penitentiary, which was known as Parchment Farms. So, it was like a true story. The song was kind of like a true story. You have a comment? That, I think I heard of it, but I'm not sure. You heard about that? Okay. I might have mentioned it in class before, too. Was he in solitary? I don't know. No. Okay. You can read about it. It was It was not a fun place to be, though, according to this. No prison. <laughs> I did write, I did saw this. No prison. Yeah. All right, now, our last, our last blues artist, which we don't have... We have very little time, so what did you think about him, Blind Willie Johnson? His voice is so unique. I, I really liked it. I mean, he I thought, like, looks like um, very well. <laughs> 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 he kind of looks like um, Lemon Brown. You think he looks like Lemon Brown? I feel like that yeah. was what yeah. yeah. That's what Lemon Brown would look like? Yeah. Now, the, you mean the homeless Lemon Brown, right? The not, new not, not the homeless. Not the young Lemon like, Brown? No, I feel like, okay. The middle age. The middle yeah, age. Yeah, like right, be like right before hard times dropped, and uh -huh. then like, um, like I feel like Kev, like Kev Mo. Kev Mo. I feel like he would look like Lemon Brown, from like that little like fake collage that was not actually Lemon Brown, but I feel like that's what he would look like. Okay. I don't know. All right, good. We're about to be out of time. Okay, so well, thank you everyone for participating in our. 
Paper Free Podcast. And thanks to the studio audience. Can we give ourselves a big hand? And we look forward to having you tune in next time. Apologize for the bell. We apologize <laughs> for the bell. All right, take care. Uh.